Welcome to Studio One. If you like what you see, like and subscribe and comment. Thanks for coming, guys. I'm Mike from Studio One. We interview artists of diverse genres and backgrounds that we love. Tremaine, thank you for coming on again.、Uh, for everybody,、uh, stay late.、Uh, Scotty and、uh, Tremaine, could you please introduce yourself and your role? Yeah,、uh, my name is Tremaine. I am artist, manager, event coordinator,、uh, all round human being for for stay out late. Scotty IV、um, or or Scotty Scotty Four Scotty Four Eyes.、Um, yeah, artist as well, producer as well for stay out late and.、Uh, Songwriter and like a little bit of creative direction or whatever else I can get my hands into when、mm. when the time is right is a hundred a hundred. I think、uh, it all like I mean from an independent、uh, collect arts collective standpoint, it's just one of those things where we we all know that our role is it spans beyond just being like just the artist or just the this or just the that. So we all kind of like dabble in and do whatever we can to make this shit pop. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I know、um, from our last interview, Tremaine grew up in Brampton, and sports and music were a huge part of his childhood.、Uh, Scotty, could you go into your roots and your、uh, musical journey? Vans,、um, mine's crazy. I would say it's sports as well and music.、Um, not as much sports as Tremaine, for sure.、Um, <laughs> But yeah, I played on the high school football team,、um, did pretty well. But as far as as far as music goes, I've definitely been more of a music guy than a sports guy. I grew up listening to dancehall, actually, probably like until I don't know, like twelve, thirteen, because I got older sisters and older brothers, and that's all they listen to. Well, the older sisters used to listen to just strictly dancehall, but it wasn't until like twelve or thirteen when I kicked it with my. Brothers a little bit more that I started really getting into hip hop because they were doing mixtapes,、um, like just taking artist singles off of their album, like the best two tracks, and then putting them all together, like on a mixtape in the beginning of the mixtape era. So like even to this day, there's artists that I'm a fan of that I don't know entire albums of. I know like two songs from this year and two songs from this year and two songs from this year, front to back to front, right? Um, but yeah, my older brother was a rapper. He he went by the name、uh, Nabob, so that's what exposed me to recording for the first time because he had his setup. But it's kind of history from there. Yeah. So, what inspires you guys to create? Honestly, for for me, forever it's been life. Really, like yeah, I remember because like when I first got into music, it was.、Uh, Because of the expression, for the most part, and being able to kind of just like put all these things, these feelings, these moments that like I couldn't really express otherwise, because like I don't know, I wasn't like that like fucking socially out there person or whatnot. Like putting, being able to put that all on a track was like magic to me, and it it kind of just never left. And it was also kind of like the thing that allowed me to really understand life and to grow into like adulthood and and really kind of like formulate an an idea and I and an identity. So definitely life for me. For me,、um, kind of the same, but I just 
inspired by a little bit of everything. Yeah, I guess you would call that life. Um, I, I like I'm a word guy in general. Like I always did, even in school, I did good in like English class and like one spelling bees and stuff like that. But I always like playing with words. Um, and I was a dancer actually before even being a rapper. So maybe the whole being rhythmically inclined and like going to church and being part of the choir and all that stuff just kind of put music in there. And then me wanting to play with words and then being exposed to people who rap just kind of put it together. But um, I'm, I get inspired when I hear good music probably more than anything else because um, I'm such a fan of music. So it inspires me to create when I hear good music. And then, um, yeah, it's also an outlet that I always use to express feelings and always something that made me feel real confident in myself because it's something that I knew I was good at. Like everybody has that one thing that, they find at some point in life that maybe they could do a little bit better than everybody else they know or, or most people. Um, so, you you know, you, you take a lot of confidence from that and build a lot of confidence in yourself through doing that. So a little bit of all those things. Yeah. Nice. So Bro, it's funny. Have... Mm-hmm. go ahead. I was going to say, I remember for the longest time, I thought my future was going to be in ball still. Like <laughs> <laughs> I remember like, Cause we like my family's like a big soccer family, right? And I what like I was always like I liked soccer. I, I thought soccer was cool and shit. And like I played it, and we got we like we were pretty like good. We traveled the world off of soccer, and whatnot. But like w- when it, I played ball and like seeing uh, like Allen Iverson and and people like that played Latrell Sprewell, I was like, y'all, nah, this is me. Like just like the attitude and the swag and like <laughs> the even just like the like the fact that basketball was the only thing that like, when you were like, you'll go practice. I was like, nah, nah, I'm, I'm about to go practice for like three hours straight to go like, just fucking shoot some free throws outside. And like, you're all motivated. Even I, I feel like Nike might've been the reason as well, where like they had those commercials where men's were like pouring rain and you're outside still shooting, whatever the case may be. Like those things really like hit me. So for the longest time, I thought I was going to be a ball player, but like the thing <laughs> that was just natural was that, or that always connected in that, that kind of like continued to progress for me was music for sure. The Yo, second did, did easiest you, thing for me. Did you ever not to cut, not to interrupt? Did you ever, mm-hmm. um, did you ever dribble with a, t- a tennis ball? Like practice dribbling with a tennis ball? Nah. <laughs> nah? Okay. So, that's, yeah, that's, that's how you know that. Because <laughs> that's what happens, bro. The, 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 the two kids you see that are ever, ever see dribbling with the tennis ball, those are the ones that actually end up. Mm. doing nothing but ball like you can't mm. that's a, it's like a different kind of crazy when you start driven with the tennis ball. yeah that, I that's, that's, that. that's problematic still that, <laughs> <laughs> when i said dribbling with a tennis ball that is insane miss mm-hmm. a charlie noir charlie, pops, my G. unmute yourself doggy unmute <laughs> yourself yo squad name <laughs> yeah Hey Charlie, yeah. So I'm yeah. Like, uh, host of Studio One. Yeah, we're just talking yeah. about inspiration. So could you first introduce yourself? What you do for Stay Out Lake? Uh, my name is Charlie Noir, N O I R. You know what I mean? My role in Stay Out Late is, you know what I mean? I keep the man them energized. You know what I mean? Like if they're like mm-hmm. forgetting their place in the world, I just hit them like, yo, bro, come on. You know what it is. <laughs> just like that 
Yeah, just like that. Well, quick little reminder that yo, you a saucy you. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you slurping on, bro. Uh, yeah. A lot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, lo- it looks like a concoction. <laughs> Yeah, a lot. So, yeah, so what uh, what inspires you to create, man? What inspires me to create? Um, life in general, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like specifically, like you mean, like what made me want to start like being a rapper or. You mean like in general, just in life, like what what gets me going before I start writing? I feel yeah. like all of that from beginning to end, bro. Like what inspired you to get in? Well, and from then, like from the jump, I was just followed by T. Like my my older bro, rest in peace. He had like a poetry book. He started with like all that. You know what I mean? And just you know, being the other brother, the younger brother, following my brother around, all this stuff, whatever. I was trying to do everything that he was doing. You know what I mean? So I started getting my little poetry book, whatever, whatever. Um, and then I think around in grade eight, I got uh, the Dynasty album for like a Christmas present or whatever. And that's like the Jay-Z compilation, like the rock like compilation album. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, after that, can we swear? Or like it might be. In, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. After that, Let like, it shit, up, started, shit just started flying for me still. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I really started wanted to kind of get into it but at the time um uh <laughs> i was like real heavy in the church and i'm still a christian nigga you know what i'm saying but like at that point in time i was like a real church boy still you know so like we me my brother two of my cousins my my little sister started like a christian hip-hop group Called Red Wolf still. There's some tracks floating around if certain people want to do the digging still, but I'm not gonna give it to you. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I'm, but, I'm, on, I'm on it. Yeah. I'm on it already. Red Wolves, bro. Red, Red Wolves. wolves so, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, that's, that's where it like really started. You know what I'm saying? Like super gospel rap still. But then the man them started robbing people and stuff. So it's like, you know, like <laughs> we got to. What, what did I get? They don't want. They don't want to be hypocrite. The pivot. The pivot is killing me. <laughs> the man's like, yo, we started. Pivot, we started a, a hip hop gospel group, and then we started robbing people. <laughs> I'm not gonna say we. I'm not gonna say we all. Uh, specifically. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. no fingerprints. And I, no you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a hypocrite nigga still, so I couldn't be like on stage telling people not to do this, that, and I'm. On the side doing this, yo. Also, I want to go. I want to go back to a, to a terminology that I feel like every man has to know what you mean. Originally, the man said "falabati," and like that is a, Car- a Caribbean terminology oh, that's usually used <laughs> for like younger brothers, younger youths, or just like the one that's like a less alpha in the pack and they're kind of just like the person who kind of just like all caught up in somebody's behind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if the explanation made it better or made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bro still. The nigga used to call me his shadow. You hear what I'm saying? Like, I, was, I was always doing what he was doing stuff. So. But as for like, as for now, like what inspires me, man, like 
honestly, just just the game, like really and truly, like I see like other artists doing their thing, whatever, whatever, and that that honestly like excites me. Like I hear a crazy verse, I'm like, boom, I want to go. You know what I mean? Write something even mm. better. Like show show my skills. Steel start mm. skill. Like you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the beginnings, and that's right now. Sorry, bro. Like, I, I jumped on the call saucier than I had intended to. So, you know what I mean? So, I, yo, I heard it from when you, when Amanda mailed you up. I was like, oh, this guy, he's either into some or he's into some. Hey, yeah, <laughs> I came in at the weirdest time. <laughs> shout, out young, shout out, young wolf. Cheers, fam. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, so I'm Mike, uh, host of Studio One. Uh, previously interviewed Tremaine, uh, edited interview for that one. Um, so uh, we'll go to the next question. So what is the uh, journey so far for Stay Out Late? It used to be called Waffle Beats. Damn, this guy oh, digging, wow. bro. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> Yo, Scotty's thrown off. I was Yo, he got everybody off guard, bro. Yeah, that that was, that's like that's like on really? Nardwar. That's on Nardwar level, level shit. Level, <laughs> that's Nardwar level shit. But um, yeah, so waffles and beats was was pretty much like the makings of uh, us being a, a collective or a group um for the first time, and namely me and Tremaine, I would say. Because that turned into the first wave of Stay Out Late um, before Mikey and Charlie got into the fold. But mm-hmm. yeah, we, we Waffles and Beats, we used, we used to be real cool. Big shout out to um, Dusty Loops. He's an yeah. amazing yes, producer, but even an even more shout amazing photographer. Um, photographer, creative director. Creative in he, general. He's just a, yeah, a full creative force. Yeah, so he he had um, a website called Waffles and Beats, and um, what's cool about him again, he's he's a Renaissance man, so he used to do like graffiti, and like make stencils and all sorts of different visual art related stuff. So Waffles and Beats is kind of a, a concept that was his baby. But when we met, um, and we started getting more into music, we had a couple of releases under waffles and beats and we put it on wafflesandbeats.com and trey was a part of that so that was like the beginning of us doing music under any sort of name or collective um at all before stay out late so that's why it's crazy that that you you know you heard waffles and beats or you know about waffles and beats Mm. our first hundred thousand view plus video was a waffles and beats video so Mm. you know we also thought we did we did a quality job of erasing all that from the earth. But we thought. We thought. <laughs> we, thought we thought. We thought wrong. Yo, exclusive yeah, exclusive dropping right and, now, and, and, and the game. Yo, exclusive are dropping for real because I did not know about the little gospel choir. Yeah, bro. Situation. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Somebody get that man another drink, bro. Get him. Oh, okay, bro. Let, let, tackle, tackle, let tackle, us get tackle. these secrets out. <laughs> oh, low, low, low. <laughs> In the uh, essentially the press release, you mentioned Rough Riders, Rockefeller, G Unit, Good Music, and Dreamville as your influences for Stay Out Late. Uh, and you guys also made a Wu Tang tribute with uh, Seventh Chamber remix. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is mm. your favorite collective right now and why? Damn. 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 Uh, right now. I'm going to take one here. 
I'm gonna say Flatbush Zombies because they've, they've, they've been doing some next level shit. <laughs> but yo, like, my first Flatbush Zombie show, I me and a couple of the men that went there. We just have forties on us, <laughs> and we just pumped those before we went into the show. Oh and we man, got into the show. It, I think it was at Phoenix. Yep. Yo, yep. Phoenix is yo. Uh, yep, Mr. Phoenix. Yo, bro, their forties yeah. before we went in, and then just got to the bar, started doing beer any shots. Yeah, oh, that was one of the best nights ever. So shout out, yeah, to yeah. especially during yeah, a Flatbush Zombie. Zombie. That's gonna be a mosh pit. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> Do they have to be current, like right now, or just nah, like in general? Nah, nah. Nah. But for me, it's still Young Money when I think of it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I would say I would say ASAP Mob, bro. Even though like mm. yeah. right now it's not as crazy, but like yo, when they hopped on the scene, bro, it was nuts. Like everything ASAP world, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. and 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 like the way like they're kind of set up, I feel like stay out late structure is kind of Similar. similar, you know what I mean? For like, sure, for sure. Because they have a diff, a lot of different moving parts. Like, no man is the same, right? You know what I mean, which is where I think like we kind of mirror in that sense. Yeah, um, I think it's also dope for the fact that like with them doing like Yams Day and being the the yeah, moment, yeah. like just seeing. I think the dope thing about them is seeing. Uh, which is kind of similar to Wu-Tang, but seeing the way that they kind of like built up. And at one point, same way you were saying, it was like ASAP mob, but then they kind of all broke apart and became like their own big things, like Ferg yeah. doing yeah. Uh, collaborations with Tiffany and 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 uh, Rocky, like just basically being like one of the big time fashion, like icons Imagine of like, yeah, bro. You know what I mean? Like there's just like so much depth there. And, and then you got like all the other mans who like uh uh what's his name who started V Lone beer mans like this yeah. man starting clothing lines mans be, uh off shooting and then they also have like the youngins that are coming in now that like if you go on YouTube and you kind of like type in like ASAP whatever like there's mad youngins that they got that are like mm. I guess like taking over the next wave which is super mm. soon as well. For me, I would say I don't know how much time we got left, but um, TDE. In the, in the in the era of um, forgot about TV. like like Kendrick um like Absol Schoolboy Q yeah. J Rock J Rock yeah. ridiculous Abs. man because those man can do no wrong SZA, fire. come on those That's man can do Facts. no wrong Facts. Yeah. and 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 also to Charlie's point like they all have very different styles from each other. So mm. like, and each yeah. one of those members, I was a fan of individually before. Individually, TV, yeah. yeah. Thing anyway, so it was it, that that shit is just. Like, I, that's relate. That's crazy. relatable to us. No yeah, I think by yeah. far they're the best. Like TDE as a as a as a label is like the best curated like mm. label that I can say for a long time because like there's no miss. Like even mm. they add like adding Sir to the roster, yeah. adding uh, uh, Isaiah Rashad to the roster, like. Right. Just their catalog is just hold on, like hold on, hold on. What about what about bro? quality control, bro? <laughs> oh, that... mm. as it nah, I don't I don't dig quality control like that. Nah? I don't, I'm not. I, I just feel like I, agree. I just feel like, they, but, like but you're, there's just saying, so much if inconsistency. If you're talking about if, whoa, if you're talking about not missing, who have they who have they like put out that that's missed? 
I don't think everyone about, has had like a strong run. A strong Everything run. Everything they do, I think, like, I think that's more. I think that's more business and brand and less music. Because like even Migos, like I'm not listening. I don't think I've ever listened to a full Migos album in my life. You're sleeping. <laughs> yeah. You're sleeping. Or, you're or, sleeping. You're sleeping. Yeah, Honestly, no, you're no, sleeping. I'm not sleeping because I've, I've tried. I've tried. I have tried. You haven't tried hard enough. It's just not a thing. Yo, I'm, tried hard. I'm, I'm with I'm with Trey on that one, man. Some 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 of some of the joints knock, but some of the joints don't really knock for me, man. It's just like I gotta hear, I gotta be in a certain mood mm. to put on Migos. But, yeah, but that's mm. music in general. You yeah, but there, there, general. there is, nah, nah, there nah, is nah, collectives nah. where it doesn't matter if I hear it in any There's scenario. Like, like, yeah. Like but with in TDE, scenarios, I'm not gonna feel like hearing Migos. Yeah, with TDE, I feel like it'd be hard fought for you to like whatever mood you're in, play something, and you'd be like, "Man, turn that shit off." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I, if it's if it's if you're in a basement jam, mm. it's it's Yo. it's it's one it's one one thirty. You take you you want to hear quality control or you want to hear TV? Yeah, Yo, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. I'm, I'm saying, but that's like saying. like you said. There's, a, there's a certain mood. There's a certain time. But like those man's fit. Yo, quality control in a basement jam or like a, a certain a, a scenario where you're really trying to catch a hype. Like you 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 got like. You got like ten catties in a room. You understand what I'm mm. saying? Like you playing TDE or you got quality <laughs> control running? I I I don't know because T like when you do like a a scissor hit different or when you do like a Kendrick Lamar bitch don't kill my vibe or when you do like a fuck. Like, I'm talking about catties, uh, fam. I'm not talking J- about like <laughs> yo. I'm I'm, a, I'm, I'm telling you, I, they're going up the same way, bro. I'm talking about they're the going, bodies, my nigga. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. See, I'm a, I'm a nerd. I, I never have working a lineup of Gatti, so I never All right, Scotty. All right, Scotty. I never have right, the opportunity. I'm glad I'm glad to enjoy that feeling. Scotty, that. Yo. Nah, Young Wolf the savage on the bro. whole group. Savage. Yeah. Young Wolf, why are you playing? Yeah. You gotta keep that. You gotta keep that low key. <laughs> put yo, put put up, put on a, a J-Rock King's dead and see if a shorty doesn't twerk till she blows her own mind. So I I asked this to Toronto artists for a long time. The Toronto music scene is uh, seen as crabs in a bucket, even though there's a lot of talent and diversity and we have icons like Drake, Weekend, Daniel Caesar. Toronto is still not where artists mature and explode like Atlanta. Why do you think that is? Uh, I'm gonna say the crabs in a in a barrel of crabs in a bucket mentality is true, um, but it was true more so maybe five years ago than it is now, because I always think it's it's um when it's like a, a new burgeoning industry for a city, everybody wants to be first, right? Mm-hmm. So like that's where I feel like the crabs in a bucket mentality happened. But now we're at a point where it's like okay, well there's no more first anymore drake already rinsed it weekend already rinsed it tori already rinsed it mm-hmm. um we're where we are so like it's kind of like i feel like people are opening their eyes a little bit more to see what's around them and we're starting to build that mentality where we're we're building with each other right um 
that's 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 yeah. how I do. but I, it definitely I, was I, a crabs in a bucket I, I, I would say it's still more so crab in a bucket still mm-hmm. I think we're getting to a place you know over time honestly I think we'll get out of it in like 10 years I still think we got like a decade work to do yeah honestly I truly so even 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 still now as sad as it is to say fam you still gotta go figure it out in the states before you could pop over here mm. for sure but you I, I think what that's saying? what I was gonna say in terms of like <laughs> I, I'll be straight I just feel like we need more drug dealers to not be rappers and be investors. That's where we're taking it. Yeah, and like, right. and like once, once that, cause like, yo, if we look you're at a hundred percent right, Trey. If we look at the way if we look at the way that the states came up, a lot of those labels and artists, and they're all backed by. I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna say less, but like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, we just need right. more people to invest. Who have the money to like invest, yeah. to invest in the artists being able to be because yeah, like we need more entrepreneurs yeah. looking into uh backing artists. For real. <laughs> For real. Couldn't agree more with all that. Yo, Trey was like, nah, straight up, money. Yeah. Like, I went, to yo. like, you know what it is. <laughs> You're right, bro. <laughs> You're, yo, right. It, You're it, right. It is what it is, because it's just like like. I don't know, man. When I when I see all of it, that like that that's the only like I spent the last like little while just like really trying to figure out and identify like yo why the what like what the fuck is going on when like there's so much talent in Canada that like shit's not popping like that and like everybody's quick to like blame the labels but like I feel like the labels are doing everything that they can outside of signing every single act in Canada. You know what I'm I mean? Bad, like yeah. they're just Canada, they're just the- they're just. They're stretched and their and their budgets aren't that popping again because like they need yo, more investors. The drug dealers need to step up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he, yo, what, nah, but the, the yeah. key thing was they, they need to they need to they need to stop rapping. That's that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, they don't that's need it. to stop rapping, but they just need to like understand like how far deal. how far yo, do the business go. Yeah, how far it is they can go and then put the other man on their shoulders. Yeah, stuff. You know, if you look at if you look at if you look at a nigga like Lil Bibby, bro, that man mm. said, even though I'm so cheese that you stop rapping because that's my favorite Chicago rapper. Mm. But that nigga was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Talk I could get to the bread way faster if I start being the fucking CEO of this shit still. Talk so this nigga that. went out, found Juice World. This nigga's behind fucking the, the Kid Leroy that. or whatever the fuck Talk the next white you like you know what I'm saying? Like Talk bro, that. so once once certain certain, you know what I mean, Magnum of that ilk start stepping into those positions, yeah, for yeah. sure. For real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like it's true, it's it's funny. One of my niggas told me years ago, he's like, Yo, bro, you're either gonna get signed or you're gonna find a nigga that's that has that type of bread to mm-hmm. to, 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 to to put behind to, you. Put it behind you. So mm-hmm. pause. You know what I'm saying? So like and that's the thing, that's the thing about the states, right? Like the states <laughs> is just like where even when we go over there, it's like if it's not this a interview, gonna situation. be legendary. Holy, <laughs> no man's giving it up like this. No man's are giving it up like this. It's a true story, bro. <laughs> it's true. 
But I'm saying, even when we go over to the States, it's either it's going to be a label or it's going to be a motherfucker from, yeah, you bro. know, what whatever Ray Tay who's like, yo, like, what do you think fucking QC, TDE, all the, like, all these places started, all these labels started from the ill knots, you know? Facts. Mm. So, uh, who is your dream collaboration right now? Essentially, anybody alive. Who is your dream collaboration? Yeah. Can I say, can I say the collaborations that, that passed first? Sure. Cause yo, Nipsey, I wanted Damn. a verse from that nigga. Like Damn. the honestly, the top two things I wanted as an artist. I wanted a Nipsey verse and I wanted a DMX prayer. You mm. understand what I'm saying? And now mm. I can't get both of those things. Mm. So those are the ones that I can't ever get. That shit. Um, still that alive. Shit still alive. I need. I need um I need a pusher verse. Here's mm. what I'm saying. Mm. Even though I'm I'm not a drug mm. I'm not a drug dealer, but like if you could just like do that cocaine poetry <laughs> on one of my mm-hmm. records. Cocaine poetry. <laughs> so I'm saying you get that cocaine poetry off of one of my records, that'd be great. Still, you know what I mean? But that's that's for sure, like the the my like, and you know everybody always say, yeah, you know you want your J verse, but like you know what I mean? Yeah, that's I feel like that's like I don't even know if that's attainable right now. Yeah, that's and that's the standard. You like everybody. Yeah, you want your J verse though. You know what? You know what? You know what? As a West End man, I need a Jellystone verse still. Big facts. You understand what I'm saying? Yo, you might can get that. Money can't buy you happiness. You know what I'm saying, yo? <laughs> Get me a jelly song verse. I'll be blessed. Uh, I seen that. I seen that man one time after uh, a big ticket show. Still, I can't even cap. I geeked out. Still, I'm like, yo, dog, mm. <laughs> yo, fabulous. I was here, you know, Toba Cole, blase. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh man, but yeah, that's it for me. Still. Hey, yo, we should actually, like, uh, uh, I'm going to say this on Studio One. I'm going to make that Jellystone shit happen for us real soon. Mm. Hey, we, we, should, we, right, should make, we should make that happen. We should make all that right. happen. That's, that's not at all out of our reach, and it would be fire as fuck. All right. That's all Because Jellystone are a real nigga still. And that's, like, mm. that's a man, yo. You're, you're a West End man from our era, bro. Mm. Fuck the Jellystone stuff. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? You guys are yeah, gonna have to tell bro. me about that. The hood is here. Say no more. Say no Sorry, more. Yeah. Yo, I was yeah, working in Fo- I was working in Foot Locker. That record is ringing off. Killing me. Oh man. For most of you, performing shows was a huge staple of your craft and brand. Uh, what is the most important way to get people to show up to events? Uh, mm. You mentioned in our past interview, just like just like feed them. But like, what else is uh, you- oh, the beef patties? <laughs> Yo, I think I think for the jungle the success is uh focusing on the experience. And yeah, feed them is definitely a big part of, of, of a good experience. People always want to eat. But I think in Toronto, what a lot of promoters or people who or event curators have fallen into a habit of is trying to focus too much on making money out of the event at the cost of a good experience. You got to make money out of the event no matter what, but not at the cost of the experience. So Facts. And then we, I think we tend to focus on the experience first. So food, again, is one of those things. Your first thought would be like, these 
these dudes don't pay my bills. Why am I going to buy food for these random people? You know what I mean? But then when you go and do something like that, it really connects, you know? Mm. Um, um, first and foremost, I, I, I guess this falls under the experience, yo, but like put on a show that like people want to fucking see. You know what I'm saying? Like who's on the bill? You know what I'm saying? Like, you have your fan base, but, like, all right, cool. Who would your fan base enjoy? So, say we're the last on the bill, right? Say Stay Out Late's the last on the bill. If we got two, three other mans on the show, who do we know is going to entertain our fan base? Like, like as 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 one, a consumer, but also an artist that has been on other, other showcases and this, that, and the third, the worst thing ever is to bring your people out and then have them have to sit in front of like shitty artists. Shit, you know what shit I'm saying? Like, I, like honestly and truly, yeah. like, like I'm not like you know what I'm saying? Like, don't be on my showcase if you're not fired still. Because I'm bringing my people to to come and see me, but obviously they're gonna have to, especially if we on the if we if we if we top bill or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like we're the last on the show. Like I don't but want them to have to as, sit through trash. Your- yeah, but you know what I mean? But there's always artists like before or whatever, whatever, right? Yeah, 100%. So make, make sure the whole thing is quality. I think, and again, so I guess that goes back to Scotty's point about, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, because you could, you could do it and, and charge charge artists like $100 a pop, whoever they are. We never heard your music before, but if you pay that $100, you can get on the show. Mm. And then when the show happens, it's like, you know, the audience just has to suffer through terrible performers, or you could do it strictly based on who's ill. You know, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. One thing, I gotta go back to the other question because it's it's on my mind, and I need to be able to let to pop off my answer. So I'm gonna do that first. So first off, I'm gonna pop off my answer. So uh, in terms of the people who I want to collaborate with dream collaborations and it's funny because like, I'm, I'm gonna say this and it's the first time that i'm ever gonna like put this out there but it's for a specific reason there's two and then i'll give you like the big one that everybody, oh, what the fuck? so the one is um koi Lure. oh whoa what <laughs> no way didn't see that right? coming i didn't no, see but, that but, coming didn't but, see that but, one coming did not but, see that coming because i i i just feel like she's just like like how you gonna shit on QC and want a feature from Coyle Ray? Coyle Ray is like I feel like she is a hundred percent gonna be like a problem. She's just like on hundred percent, no, like hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, like, she just has <laughs> it right now. The sure, other 100%. one. So there's two more. The next one is Skeptic. Like I'm a insane yeah. Skeptic Ooh, fan. Like right. that guy yeah, just yeah. like is a uh, mod I mean, and his production cool. and just his ability to like pivot like. The fact that he produced uh 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 came I saw the the fucking the ASAP joint and his like his production low-key production ability is just kind of like super underrated. But I feel like that he's was like, a beat? I hit yeah. I didn't even know he um, did production. So yeah, he's a he's a he's a hit machine when it comes to his production. And then the final one is Drake. But only if I can get Drake in the next like three-ish years. Because I just feel like there's so, there's something in Drake doing collaborations with Canadian, other Canadian rappers yeah. and doing a collaboration with somebody that can body him on a track. 
and he needs to. Does, he just does he Drake just needs do collaborations with Canadian rappers or That's what singers? I'm saying though, because he'll do the collaboration as long as he knows it's an instant body because he can't have anybody like you know what I mean. I like no, 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 but clear, but but hear what hear what I'm saying. Does he do collaborations with rappers, Canadian rappers, or singers? Mm. He does it with rappers, bro. He does it with he has what rapper has he collaborated with? With the whole rapper, ra- what rapper Smiley, has he collaborated? He, he with? has one. He has one with Smiley. A lie. No. Yeah, yeah. He has a. He has yeah, a he has one. It's he has not one with out. Smiley. It's one leaked, but it's not out. Right. Fair enough. Who fair else? enough. Um, <laughs> you might be right. Does he have one if anybody else? <laughs> it's beer singer youth still. Like you could, you could, yeah, you could, you're right, you could you're right. argue the what's that saga youth's name, dog? The dude that does beer, beer goofy things, though. Oh, um, fucking pineapple peaches or whatever his name. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ram Riddle. Yeah, yeah. Ram, Ram Riddles. Riddles. You <laughs> could oh, argue. Yeah. You could argue him as a rapper, but like, nah. yeah, but that, yeah, that's yeah, a reach. Yeah. That's a reach. But that's the There's, that's the close. That's the close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah otherwise, so otherwise it's otherwise it's a mention because I was gonna say top five, but top five is a mention. Yeah. Um yeah, okay. He's never well, there, really you rap there you go. There you go. Even that Toronto even niggas. That. Like, why yo, Drake, why are you scared to rap with Toronto men's, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say he's you know scared, but I think I do think it is strategic. So. We don't have enough, we don't have enough money to rap fucking with him. It's a hundred percent strategic. Why the singers got why the singers got enough money now? They're not in competition. They're not it's in true. his name. Mm, it's true. Because so, yeah. yo, the minute the minute Drake features a Toronto rapper, he's basically mm. saying I stamp this dude as uh, he's on my level. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. just and just and just so the man of the strength of this interview, no man here is getting a, a Drake feature. <laughs> 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 no, Mike, 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 you know, you, you know, we, you know, we, we, you know, we in a city full of petty niggas still. So like, yeah, Mike, no, we just, we just need you to nah, block. We're get, when you post, no man's getting a Drake feature here. Still. Block champion Yo. copy from your yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, 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 but on a real tip, the only, the only counter to that is if we get big enough that he just has to suffice to it. Like, it's just like, <laughs> like, I, like, I look like an idiot not doing this. And that's why, well, yo, that's my I, 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 haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen a Drake Tory record. And this is before Tory shot Megan, I'm saying. Yeah, you know but, we, saying? Were, but, but mm. we were, but, but we were allegedly, allegedly, yo, allegedly, 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 allegedly until, until it comes out. But yo, yeah. but, 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 but <laughs> my thing is, my thing is we all know, we all know we were yo, absolutely, dying, absolutely close to getting that. Like, allegedly. I, like we all felt like we were getting that tomorrow. And then you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, 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 yeah. for sure, for sure. I, 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 yeah, I mean, because after after they pieced it up, that was literally like the next. That's why every man was like, "Yo, when are they gonna get the record off?" You know. Uh-huh. Also, man just got to keep their guards up just in case he was the one that that puppeted the situation. You know, in the background, and be like, Yo, "I'm not getting no Tory Lanez." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yo, this interview, <laughs> look, bro. <laughs> Trey, what are you deaf on, dog? Yo, yeah. yeah, whatever, yo, whatever you had today, bro. That shit. <laughs> you are the conspiracies, nigga. <laughs> yo, you're on some shit, bro. Yeah. Hey, yo. All right, all right. Here's on, on that microdose. <laughs> <laughs> Stay all late, nigga.
That's that message. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So how are you guys coping during the pandemic? It sounds like you guys are like staying safe and staying apart since you guys aren't together. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Um uh, yeah. As much as we possibly can, like we Yeah, I haven't seen Scotty in like two years. Yeah, it's crazy. Money <laughs> in like two years, bro. That's wild, bro. Holy, like, like old thing, the rules are new Crazy, dog. Damn. Stop this nonsense. <laughs> so, yo, obviously, by by virtue of being stay out late, we we kind of go against, you know, stat quo in a lot of scenarios. You know, protocol so to, to keep it uh, on brand. We we don't try to to be as vocal about how much we actually are taking precautions. Mm-hmm. So it may appear to a viewer or somebody who sees content we put out like we just are wild and we're together all the time without masks. But just know like yeah. that's more of a that's no, more no, of a no. thing to keep us on brand. But in all in all honesty though, like we we spent the last two years like being really separate. But you know, essential workers can 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 go to work, you know, and this music that we make, the entertainment that we make for the people that are our fans, it's essential for them. So mm-hmm. it means just as much for us to go to a studio and finish a project as it does for the person who goes in and bags groceries for, for mm-hmm. everybody else. So when we have to be together, we get together and we have our, our bubble. We don't really invite anyone else into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bubble, yeah. the bubble is strong. We, we, we do what we got to do, but we still, we still will have that conversation before whatever it is that we do and be like okay cool it's just gonna be us all right bet it was just us last time let's you know let's get work done and let's not let yeah what's going on in the world stop the grind stop us from doing that i think that's something that's like super important is the perspective of like what what the bubble means to us because like it's not like we're no different than anybody else in terms of like i have you know a mom dad brothers da 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 and like i want to perspective wise i i want to be able to see those people and i haven't because Mm. i feel like for my career it's more important for me to see these men so this these men are my bubble these like and this is my like like as close to blood as you can get with these oh, men. So it's Trey. like, hey, like, come on. Come on. Like, I, I, nice I, blush? I think, get out of here, I think bro. the importance <laughs> of it also shines a huge importance of like <laughs> this project and how much it meant because like we all had to sit down and make that same decision where we were like, all right, for the sake of what we're creating and what we're doing, like, these are the people that are going to be who are around until shit comes back to normal. You know what I mean? Um, So yeah, but even with all that being said, we're still like hyper cautious. Um, You know what I mean? We get tests as much as we can to make sure that we're Gucci and like, you know, we're, we're considerate in terms of like, you know, I'm not going to run around and madam if I feel any way ill or whatnot. You know? Yeah. So a hundred percent. We, uh, that's the vibes we yeah. take it serious mm-hmm. sure so what's more important to you living in a present or working towards the future future yeah. <laughs> oh <Always. laughs> that's the answer right there <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 never settle 
it's, 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 it's Christmas every day for me, still. It's a present thing. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But that's that's both. what's great. That's what's great about the squad because you have man mm. like Trey that's like, yo, futuristic vibes. You know what I mean? Mm. And like he'll be like, yo, for every man to get to where every man needs to be, this is the route we gotta go. And mm. I'll show up to the interview slightly drunk. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> and a little late. And a little late. <laughs> Me too, though. Me too. You know, it's a balance, though. You know, it's a it's yeah, a balance. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's my perspective as well. It's just kind of like there, there definitely is a, a time for you to kind of like live and embrace the present to be able to get everything that you can out of it. And then taking that to bring you into the future as best as possible is kind of like a huge thing. You know what I mean? Because like if you're always future, 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 then you're missing out on some big moments that kind of like will always have you chasing the future if you don't exactly. know what the present had, you know? Yeah. And people, people always want to know, you know, people talk about, oh, those were the golden years and blase, blase, but they never realized that they were in the golden years when they were in it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's important to, mm-hmm. to you know, like I said, balance, try to Facts. try to Facts. live in the moments that you're in at that at that time and really appreciate it and soak it in. That's it. Bomb, bomb. Facts. You know what I mean? Yeah, what's that? So in your uh, press release, you mentioned the big theme for the work you're doing right <clears throat> now is loss. So you mentioned losing loved ones, any relationships. So how do you guys cope with loss? Mm. Damn, that's a tough one. <laughs> it's kind of heavy, yeah. <laughs> I see that, the yeah, that, is, that is a tough like, one. Whoa. How do we I'm cope a, I, with loss? Or yeah. Music. Music helps, yeah. For sure. <laughs> music helps for sure. I, I know for me personally, music helps. These guys help me with uh, not thinking of, like using that that kind of memory energy to like make something positive out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Are we are we talking about the ultimate loss, like life, or like what what losses are we talking about? Yeah. <sighs> Boy, I think it's just a family member kind of thing. Yeah, loss in general, though, for yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Something in your like life. Obviously, obviously the magnitude of losing your keys is different from losing, losing a yeah. loved one. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think to um, me, I'll be honest. I don't think I've completely figured it out. And if I'm, I have. I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah. If I have, it's in like a very fucking toxic way in terms of just like i i kind of like put it into i come i compartment it i put it to a side and i kind of just like fucking i don't know i'll figure it out some at some point in a song whether it's like mentioning it in a song but like i feel like i i i stay dealing with it on a daily basis you know what i mean it flares up i gotta take time away to kind of just like find my peace again and, and keep moving but uh it's definitely like I, I guess like I'll give a quick story but like one of the biggest influences for me was like my uh older cousin who passed away when I was like probably 13 and he was like 16 or 17 and like that was the dude who kind of really introduced me and motivated me and gave me an understanding of like music and recording mm-hmm. and uh that to this day is like one of the most important things 
as to like why I want to make it as far as I can in the industry, because that guy was like destined to make it in the industry. Like he was where he was when he passed away at such a young age was just like insane. And like, I looked up to him so much and I feel like we both would have been fucking super huge had he still been alive. But like, if it's just on me, then fuck it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You do what you do. Exactly. That's it. <clears throat> sure. Good man, so, good man's choked up in here with those questions. So, Lavish is awesome. Thank you for sharing the video with me. Uh, Appreciate talk it. about the music and the music video. I see the bike there. Yeah, in the back. Oh, yeah, yeah. We live in a music video. Hey. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trey's whole life daily is a music yeah. video fact. <laughs> yeah, it's a it photography. Worked, it it's a music, yo, bro. Like, we yeah. what we got, and it's that's Trey's new place. That's <laughs> yo, Mike's ability to just like see while pop. Like, yeah. yo, I didn't realize how good of an interviewer this guy was gonna be. Like, how much experience you got? I feel like in the beginning it was it was just music. I, like I mean, I didn't write the the chorus, and you guys were in Coorthas when it came together. But when it came, Scotty White, Scotty White, was waiting for it. A whole story that we'll actually get into probably at some point um, yeah. about the creation of the project because I'm sure we're gonna get to that. But mm-hmm. um, so yeah, they, these guys were in the Coorthas when the song came together. But when um, they sent it to me at the stage it was at, and we had a title for it called Lavish Already, I think what we all agreed on is that a definition for lavish that we wanted to come across in the song and in the video is in real life, like no, without capping, what do we find in our own lives? that we find to be lavish. What's the lavish? Facts. 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 Talk about those things in the song. And then it was only right when doing the video, which we did with Revive Films, to try to... Revive. Revive. So Mm. it's kind of crazy, actually, that you, as in asking the question, you see the bike that was in the video on the wall in Trey's house. You know what I mean? Because Mm. the video in that way to showcase the lavishness in our own lives, you know? So... Mm. That's 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 how the, the song and the video came about in my mm-hmm. eyes. It's just all of us showcasing what's lavish in our own lives. And that's not your typical, you know, thing you would see in a in a rap video. You know, we're not on yachts nice. dressed in all white. Yeah. Super played out. We're just showing you what we feel like is special. Well, well, so a lot of a lot of a lot of Duce, Greg Goose. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think there was some champagne involved yeah. when that song was being created. Like <laughs> some real nigga shit. <laughs> that's what we do yeah i'm actually wearing the shirt that i was wearing in my part of the lab <laughs> <Jeez. Jeez. laughs> so you guys are working on a new album right so how's that going and what are the themes of the album yeah how, i guess how do you guys feel about like how much we should like where we're at how much we should spill we really we have uh, yeah i feel like it's pretty much there yeah Yeah. oil tank it's been a while (laughs) Uh, so mike mike earned it mike earned it yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's been a it's been a journey for sure 
but like from where it started oh man to where it's it's come to be i have been i've been blown away like yo shout out to to zep fire all the boys okay. at the studio there that have like pitched mm-hmm. in on on working on this because it's turned into something that i didn't even really think i was even capable of making in the beginning it took that type of moment for all of us to to just go out somewhere get away during especially it was like the start of all this pandemic stuff whatever and it just like it was just raw energy i can't it's hard to explain coming from an electronic music producer i go off of energy these guys gave me that that hip-hop energy i wanted i wanted to make something classic i wanted to make something that just anybody anytime could rock to and i think we honestly did just that yeah i think that was the big thing though is like there's no boundary yeah you know what i mean like going with an open mind like it's beautiful in terms of like every moment that i can remember of this coming together like even when it goes back to like the first single what's up and how Mm. that came to be it was like it was like a bunch of mans who have never created together coming together and and like no questions let's go into the studio and make it happen and we we went and we just like made it happen and then like it was like you step out of it it's like it's like the world is ending and you're calling for (laughs) superheroes to kind of like save the world and like we just like assumed our roles you know what i mean yeah. we're like yeah. I bet. all right let's get it yeah i mean you step up so and you kind of get it popping yeah <laughs> and then at the end of it you kind of just like look back like oh damn we did that yeah you know I mean? and the time frame that we did it in i'm sorry we yeah we we have been like still doing our own music and mm. still pushing this album like no tomorrow like it's just yeah in individually <laughs> we all have like beer records in the top oh yeah. and then we're still the able to get right together and knock us. everything out like yeah it was a blessed situation still mm-hmm. can't even lie for I think, sure I, I think to wrap that into a a word we we tried to do it and we had a conversation about it just because of how organically everything came together and and how not meticulously planned out from the beginning it was it was just mm-hmm. very one thing led to another right so we kind of just looked at it after we finished it and tried to decide what do we what does this feel like right and yeah, exactly. I think the word that represented that whole experience mm-hmm. of us being together mm-hmm. and what the music sounded like and how rare that was 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 Fabergé because Blah. The Fabergé egg is something that's very simple, that's 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 dressed up and is very unique and is very desirable to a lot of people. We don't really know or understand why, but once it comes together, you stand back and you look at it like, wow. Hey. Why does Scott Blah. explain it the best? Yeah. If you didn't know, that's it right so there. That was that was yeah. the official drop of the name of the album, which is Fabergé. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. like, oh, little, little studio one exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, super excited for a new album. This is a classic. I feel like I'm part of the family now. 
Yo, you already <laughs> know, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yo, the man got you... their souls, dog. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get you a stay out late tea for, for sure. We were right. talking earlier. We were talking earlier, and you're like, you got to work on the interview swag. We're going to get you a stay out late tea so you look real. You Next look interview. Wavy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drift up. up for the, you know? Yeah, yeah, sir. yeah, for sure. So, yeah, hopefully everybody gets out of this pandemic uh, alive and well. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in person. Yeah, yeah, we don't sure. Hey, appreciate you. Appreciate you, Mike, for spending for for spending the time. Appreciate you taking over for Jibril and keeping this alive. Because, like, I feel like uh, I said it a little bit when we were discussing uh, putting this together, but like. That's another big thing that's missing from the the, the Canadian music industry is just right. like platforms like this for mm-hmm. people to have like exclusive legendary interviews like this one where like people can get to know them and really build that allure. You know what I mean? Like you are our Kerwin Frost. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We mm-hmm. need you, Mike. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Nah, this this yeah. one's gonna be legendary. Big this was great. Bro. This was great. A lot of oh, fun. Yeah. Must be not edited at all. Good. Just like sit on it for a year. Say no but, more. Yeah. Everybody have a good night. Yeah, man. Yeah. Back yeah. Back yeah. Up, we'll build. More later. Easy. Easy. Studio One.